Hello and welcome back to the Force for Thought podcast, the show that doesn't know what it has to do, but has the strength to do it. I'm Max. I'm Matt. And I'm Luke. And like I said, this is Force for Thought. <laughs> Don't redo it. That, I, no, 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 no. And like I said... You fucked up, Max. And everyone's oh, no. gonna know it. Luke's always the one who messes it up. We continue. We continue. Uh, with Ahsoka debuting next week and more and more information constantly being learned, we waited as long as we could to discuss the upcoming Ahsoka show, and now the time has come. We're going to discuss our theories, our predictions, what we want to see, and everything in between. But first, be sure to like, subscribe, give us a rating, or whatever it is you can do, depending on where you're listening to us. It really helps and goes a long way. That said, let's get into it, and we're going to start with the trailer. What are some key takeaways Um from the trailer that you guys had and i kind of want to start with sabine um because there's a lot of discussion around her right now she referred to ahsoka as master she is clearly using a lightsaber i think at san diego comic-con they actually had the lightsabers on display and she had her own unique lightsaber and they labeled it sabine's lightsaber so what do you guys think is she force sensitive or is she just being trained in the jedi arts similar to general grievous with count dooku I hope she's not force sensitive and is training as a Jedi. So, Luke, this is like one of your favorite characters, so you take it away. I I'm not going to go so far as to say I hope that she's not force sensitive because if they if she is force sensitive, I'm certain I'm going to love it. Right now, with the information that I have, I I hope she's not force sensitive. That being said, my feelings will change on a dime as soon as she is. So, I could see it going either way. I think she's not going to be force sensitive because. She's such an established character, and it's not like there was a change in the writer's room or anything. Like, it's Dave Filoni all throughout, and I think he would have had more clues to her being Force-sensitive. Or, I mean, Force-sensitivity is not, like, just a small thing. Like, you don't just become Force-sensitive after years and years. Like, that doesn't... Ahsoka, or, uh, yeah, Ahsoka and Kanan and Ezra... With her all those years, it would have come up sometime before yep. now. They, I mean, they would have sensed it, presumably, as well. At least some sort of inkling. Mm-hmm. And there's not. Maxwell, it seems like you disagree. I Or you're <clears> just <throat> real happy. No. Sim- <laughs> you're smiling. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I think Matt's insinuating weird things are happening on set than they really are. No. I'm, yes, I'm smiling. I'm enjoying this conversation. <laughs> all right. You weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with what Luke was saying. I trust Dave Filoni, and because he's the one who has handled the character, I think uh, whatever he chooses to do with it will be best. I am leaning towards the Force-sensitive camp. I mm. think I think they're trying to lay hints beforehand so that it's not as jarring, and I think <laughs> it's really funny seeing like a lot of the fandom be like, oh, no, she's not going to be Force-sensitive. She's just being trained how to use a lightsaber. Like and I'm like. And I'm like, like anyone knows. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, like I said, the only example I could come up with was General Grievous and Count Dooku. So I was like, there really isn't a whole lot of precedent for that, guys. Like, yeah. I, I think you might be setting yourself up for disappointment. I mean, in the trailer, Ahsoka says a lot has changed. And I was like, is that referring to her or is it referring to Sabine? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's a lot's changed. Now you're force sensitive this entire time. Really would have held back in four seasons ago during <laughs> <laughs> Rebels. Um and that, then another yeah. thing that people are pointing to as well is, um, and listen, it's a trailer. They're oftentimes edited to be uh, either tricky or um, misleading. Uh, and there is a part where it looks like um, uh, one of the villains, um, 
Shin Hati is fighting Sabine and she says, you have no power. Mm -hmm. And people believe that she's alluding to the force and that Sabine isn't going to be force sensitive. But again, because it's just a trailer and we don't know the context or if she's actually saying that to Sabine, I'm taking it with a mountain of salt and saying that Sabine might be force sensitive. But if she is, I trust Dave Filoni. I I think Sabine is so cool not being force sensitive. I think that's almost part of her charm. She can almost do anything. She as a character, she's always willing to pick up anything and go with it. Right? That she is like the dark saber with her jetpack, with her blasters. I think she is one of the, like that. That she is a jack of all trades, and I think that this would only further her being that. And I think again, I trust Dave Filoni as well. But I'm, I'm not. I don't want to like say that if she is force sensitive, it'll kind of take it down because that means everything that she does presumably then will be semi-related to be, yeah, because she's force sensitive. That's why she can do all these things where I feel like it's a lot cooler. That is her personality where she is able to do all these things and being willing to do them, not being kind of guided by the force for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, sorry, Luke. It, it's kind of, it's not sad, but it's just interesting that Star Wars, Lucasfilm or Dave Filoni or whomever has me, in the palm of their hand so tightly that I am in a position where I'm saying like, you can do literally whatever you want with this character that I already love. And I'm just going to love it more. Yeah. <laughs> what a great position to be in. I know they really got, but they really got it made. I mean, that trailer, the both of these trailers really blew me out of the water. I mean, we were able to see Hera, which is one of my favorite characters. We were able to see chopper, uh, Sabine, obviously Ahsoka. We get a little, we get little hints of Ezra. Like, being able to see these characters on in live action is just one of the most exciting things and most excited I've been. And I don't think I fully honestly have processed that we're going to see these characters in hopefully a couple of weeks only. Um, I'm, I'm saying hopefully in meaning that hopefully they're in episode one or two um, within the next couple of weeks, but there's a chance they don't appear until three or four. Um, but you know, Cad Bane, a la Cad Bane, book of Boba Fett. Um, but like, I mean, the trailers blew me away because not only does it look it looks more akin to me as a crossover between Mandalorian and Andor, where it feels like you live in these worlds and in these set pieces. Again, knowing nothing besides basically having four and a half minutes of footage combined between the teaser and the trailer. But it feels like you can live in these places, which is exactly what Rebels, the show, did. Uh, and it, you know, not to just like Obi-Wan, but like we were talking about Obi-Wan, it feels like a Californian desert with a little bit of a bridge or whatever, a gate. And it, I don't think anything we, we have seen looks like that. Um, and it, I don't know, something seems a little bit more tangible than Mandalorian for some reason. And I'm very excited. I mean, the villains look fantastic. We get characters that we know and love, but first time we're seeing them in live action, um, together at least. And I think all those things combined for four and a half minutes of footage have gotten us talking about Ahsoka for the past literal months. Uh, and so I cannot wait. Yeah, it is really exciting to see uh, all the shots of Lothal, like the shots mm-hmm. that we've seen in animation the tower, brought to real yeah. life. It is yeah, really the cool mural. to see. Like, it's such a, a silly thing to point out, but like just that long bridge that leads out of yep. like Lothal. Yeah. I'm like, we're, I've we're, seen that bridge so many times. We're so familiar with it. Yeah. yeah. It's like being there and finally seeing it. It's like, yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, yes. Oh, hello, old friend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's, been... there's going to be a weird sense of comfort yeah. and like familiarity with the show. Because there's been a long, it's been a long time since we've finished Rebels. Now was 2015, 2018, 2018. Oh yeah, okay. So I mean that, but that was, I mean that was a little actually that was a long time ago, five years. Yeah, uh, and I'm like we haven't seen those those theme, things in all, in a new context in a very long time. I'm excited to do. I'm excited to see it. All right, let's talk about something else from the trailer. Let's talk about the new Inquisitor. There was an Inquisitor that was revealed in the trailer. 
um, and it sparked a lot of discussion about when the show takes place exactly and who the Inquisitor is. Do you guys believe the Inquisitor is somebody with a connection to Ahsoka's past, or do you believe it is just a random Inquisitor, and when do you believe we are seeing this Inquisitor? I hope that it is a random Inquisitor. I think, like we talked about... You hope it's a random Inquisitor. I do. I think that's because it's it's an opportunity for a new conflict. And I think that is really interesting. That's something we weirdly don't get. A lot of things, especially in modern-day Star Wars, which is fine, everyone's related. Everything is happening for a reason. It's like, oh, yes, we, we and we already have Thrawn. They already have such a checkered past, right? And so we have all of these things that are already from the past. I would love a, something new. And I would love to see Ahsoka and the crew, um, primarily Ahsoka, deal with somebody that is brand new and a new adversary to her versus being like, oh, we have this huge pass and I kind of know how to fight you. It's like, no, what if we have no, which she have no, has no idea how to, how to fight this inquisitor has no idea what they're thinking, you know, who they are. And I feel like that would be very fun to see. And that's interesting that you say that. I, I think I disagree with what you say. I, ag- I agree to a, an extent where you say like, I want something new, but I think we are getting that with yeah. Balin school and Shin Hati. Also um, look great. And I and because we're getting them, I kind of want to see somebody that has a connection to Ahsoka's past. I yep. hope that the Inquisitor is somebody. I hope that it is revealed to be somebody like um, Barris Offee or Galen Merrick was a, a possible rumor that was floating around. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a cool. lot of people think it's Galen Merrick because the Inquisitor's name is supposed to be Merrock or something similar yeah, to that. But the spelling so, is different, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like so. Oh. I I really hope that it is, <clears throat> but I don't think it is. Keep I think it's going to yeah. be just a random Inquisitor, and I think they're going to be in the show for a grand total of like 45 seconds with See, the screen I time. hope not I hope this is the thing that we've been talking about I hope this is a character that goes beyond just Ahsoka and is able to be an Inquisitor for the they have the they ages. have way too many villains already they have Balin Skull they have Shin Hati mm-hmm. they have Morgan Elsbeth's character I forget her name that I feel like um, what's her sorry say the and Thrawn the villains again uh, Balin Skull is yes. Ray, the late Ray, Ray Stevenson, Stevenson. Yeah. and uh, Shin Hati is the the girl. Yes, his okay, so supposed ap- apprentice is what they make it look like. Shin Hati to me, for some reason, feels like she will be good in the end. I don't. Does, does she not give you everything in the trailer? Feels like she is questioning everything and is going to be on the other side. I don't know. Interesting. D- I didn't just my gu- any of that. No. D- which is that going to be your prediction? You think she's going to turn to the light by the end of the season? I, I yeah. I don't even think she is. I think that she is. I don't know necessarily a mole, but I think she is. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm very interested. This could go very wrong, but I feel like there is like this. I don't know. Maybe it's just like a, a breadcrumb. The, the way she's looking, she looks really badass. But she, I feel like, I I don't know. I feel like she is not going to be fully bad. I feel like she is only <coughs> in this position to get closer to either Ahsoka or something else. And I feel like she is on her own mission and is going to. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't really put it into words. I I feel like I was going to talk about this later, but yeah, I do not think she's going to be bad the entire time. Um, but I also I agree. I mean, God, and I, I I do want it to be somebody random, but I don't see everything you just said sounds great too. So I'm um, I'm pretty cool either way. I, I've been sitting out this conversation because I wanted to pull up the eighth brother on my phone. Are you guys mm-hmm. familiar with the eighth brother? I think I just looked him up because I just finished reading Rise of the uh, Red Blade. Let me see a picture. Because the so I know this isn't. Oh, it's the one that looks like him. But he's the one that looks exactly like yeah. the Inquisitor. From, a lot of people have been saying that. Yeah, and like. I know, I know I can't show this to our listeners right now, but go ahead and Google Eighth Brother versus, you know, the, the Ahsoka 
Inquisitor and like take a look at those two side by side. That that is the same armor. I think it's definitely going to be the eighth brother. It's, it's similar, um, but they because the eighth brother was the one who we were led to believe died during Rebels when he was flying away on his lightsaber. It was like flying like a helicopter and then yeah, malfunctions he had, and then he kind of falls. Yeah, the off screen implied exactly. death. Right. Also, can you imagine uh, instead of Galen Merrick, if it's like, that's like the equivalent of me changing my last name to Lewis L O U I S instead of L E W I S? It's like no, 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 no like the city Saint. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> but your name is still Matt Lewis. Yeah, that's right. Different yeah. one though. That's a really funny idea. Write that down. Um, <laughs> no, I, we were recording it. <laughs> I don't know why I've said this multiple times that if I ever had to change my name, I would change my first name to Mac and my last name to Staler. <laughs> same, same joke, really. Yeah, my name would still be Max Staler. Um. But yeah, that's that's interesting that um, that you think that about the about the Inquisitor. I I hope that it's or Luke. What were you gonna say about it? You think that they're only you think the Inquisitor is gonna be a main character, or do you think they're gonna die in two seconds? I think he's gonna be a minor character. I don't know if he'll die in two seconds or if he'll just show up, have a fight, and then go off screen and he'll be in Lucasfilm's back pocket for another story in the future. But I do not think he'll be a major presence in this series. Is Lu- is uh, Luke Skywalker? What are you talking about? Is Ahsoka um a mini series or is this a? Sh- Does anybody know? What's mm. it matter? Like that's. Ten episodes. What's versus the difference? Well, expectations. You you yes. expect them to wrap everything up by the end. That's the if it's, thing. Yeah. If they you? make a big deal about saying like, "Oh, there's already going to be a season two, then it's yeah. like, "Okay, so Thrawn's going to survive. Yeah. Maybe someone else survives. Well, we know Thrawn's going to survive because he's going to be the big bad in the Mando movie. Do we know that for sure? I mean, we, no, that's what we were talking about, though. I mean, we're led to believe ago. that, right? I agree with you that he likely will be, but we don't it's know just, that. It's just such an odd thing where. I mean, he has to be, I feel like, the bad guy, I guess. But it's just such an odd thing that this feels like this wrapping up of Rebels to me, and it feels like it should end with Thrawn's death. I think that'll be the Mando movie. Yeah. I I mean, I thought this before the trailers even came out, and then now that we know that there's two other villains, I think beyond the shadow of a doubt, Thrawn will survive. So I had this later on, um, but let's just jump right to it. Who do you think is living and who do you think who's dying? Who do you... I said that weird. No, no, yeah. I'd be surprised if any of the Rebels crew died in... Well, I know. I I have not def- thought about it to be honest. I don't think Hera will die. I don't think Chop- mm. Chopper could die. That'd well, be sad. I I'll say this. I'm not actually not even talking about that. I don't think anyone from the Ghost Crew is going to die. I think I think Thrawn is going to survive. I think um and I also kind of hope um that Balin Skull dies. I think he's going to die because I think Thrawn survives and I feel like Balin Skull is going to be the bad guy that they set up for the like one season arc and then kill off. But also because Ray Stevenson has tragically passed away, I kind of hope that his character has some sort of resolution to yeah. it because that's so, just going to be unfortunate if not. Star Wars has not had great success with that. They have not. I know. <laughs> I know it's going to be so unfortunate. Thrawn is going to be the emperor, kind of like the new emperor where he's actually kind of just going to be the background the entire time and basically not encounter the ghost crew whatsoever. I heard another podcast talk about that, and Don't I didn't really it. think about it, but I kind of do. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Thrawn will have a minimal on-screen appearance. Yeah, I agree. Present, which is, I should say. Minimal which is odd, presence. though, because I feel like when we left Rebels, it was like, yep, they, you know, him and Ezra just kind of gone. And I feel like it's a weird thing to place to pick back up, and I'm excited to see. Because, again, we, we I do love when Star Wars does this. We always talk about like an Empire Strikes Back where you're randomly on Hoth. And you're like, how do we get here from the last time I saw these characters? Mm-hmm. You just have no idea. Same thing with Return. You're like, oh, okay. Now we're just randomly walking through the desert again to Jabba's Palace. No idea what the connection is yet. And I think the same thing will be with this. It's like when you watch Rebels, it's like, yep, that's how it ends. The show ends. And then and all of a sudden, we're going to jump ahead X amount of years. And all of a sudden, Thrawn is not kind of chasing Ezra, I guess, or whatever. And then Ezra is going to be somewhere else in hiding. And uh, yeah, yeah, Thrawn's going to be kind of in the background, I guess. I, it's going to be odd to, to see that jump. But I'm excited to see 
their reasoning behind it of where these characters were and why they're no longer where we thought they were going to be. Yeah. The show starts off with so many questions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unlike I, Boba Fett. When Boba Fett started, yeah. we had luckily already seen him a little bit in Mandalorian to be able to piece yeah. you know, things together. This, we have a lot of questions. Yeah, Boba specifically Fett started about with nothing, Thrawn and Ezra. Boba Fett started with nothing but answers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey, you guys know how you already know all these things? Well, buckle up. I think the search for Thrawn and Ezra is going to be like the inciting incident that brings Ahsoka to Sabine and to Hera and the New Republic. And then I think that is going to be immediately and entirely derailed by whatever Balin Skull and his apprentice Shinhati are doing. I think that Mm. we're going to be like led to believe in the first few minutes of the series that it's going to be about finding Ezra and Thrawn. Yeah. And then it'll be about something completely different for the entire. And then what? Time jump? I I don't think it'll be a time jump. I think there'll be like flashbacks. Um, I hope it's not a flashback. I think it'll be a time jump. Yeah, I really? hope so. I so again, I'm going out of order for what I wanted to talk c- c- about. But my well, prediction is w- that what's the stuff that we need to see, either as a flashback or as a time jump? Because there's two different time periods. So let's what are, what are those things that we know we're going to see and that are in different times? So when you look at when you rewatch Rebels, Rebels ends a long time before a New Hope really takes place. But there is a time jump at the end of Rebels where it jumps straight to after the war. And that's when Ahsoka goes and gets Sabine and they start looking for Ezra um, because Sabine's giving the the voiceover during that time. Mm -hmm. And those shots are, it looks like, being recreated shot for shot in live action. And there's a lot of footage of Sabine with long hair. And then you see that dramatic scene of her cutting her hair in the exact same way Kanan cut his hair in Rebels. Um, And then she sees Ahsoka, again, standing just like she did at the end of Rebels. And then they go off. So it's Sabine's hair that's really our clue to the time change. So she has short hair when she meets Ahsoka and long hair in the before time, either as a flashback or we're going to open up and she has long hair and then there'll be a time jump and she'll have short hair. Uh, Well, maybe a time jump is the wrong word. I think what's going to happen because they're releasing the first two episodes together. My prediction is that the first two episodes are all going to take place within that Rebels timeline where it's going to take place after the main events of Rebels, Mm -hmm. but right before that last scene where Ahsoka gets Sabine and they go off. I think we're going to get two episodes filling in what Ahsoka was doing there, and then the other, is there eight episodes total? The other six or so episodes will take place after that event. Okay. That's just my theory based on her hair, I guess. Yeah, is the main way of doing it. So we were talking, we're very fixated on the hair, and so am I, so here we go. But... um, I think she's going to cut her hair right when she gets back with Ahsoka to go look for Ezra. And I feel like it's going to... It's it's a, it's a, it's a, the Well, you said that Ahsoka approaches Sabine and she already has short hair. Yeah. Does she? In Rebels, yeah. Because she has short yes, hair in the in epilogue. Yes, in Rebels. Yeah, okay. Damn, but that's I re- like the first time Ahsoka and Sabine well, see each other. But that fits other. with what I think yes. you're trying to say. Yes, I, I think I she's going to have long hair yeah. and her and Ahsoka are going to butt heads. Yeah. And then I think it's going to be at the end of episode two, Sabine's going to cut her hair and say, okay, Ahsoka, let's go look for Ezra. Yeah, because it's like, we're getting the, ba- the gang back together, but yeah. a visual representation of it. Exactly. And that's What do you think, do you think, and not to hijack this too, but I don't know if this is on your questions as well, but we talked a little bit about this, but what are your thoughts on Zeb as well being in the show at all? I think practically speaking, because I know it costs a lot of money to CGI whole characters like that, I don't think he's going to be in it too much, but I th- we got to see him. Yeah, we're going to see everyone in the Ghost crew. I don't know if we're going to see Ezra alive in the current timeline. Mm. Do you guys think... What do you think about that? Do you think Ezra is dead? No. No, I don't think so either. He's. I think he's going to be... 
we're, they're going to be they're looking for him, right? And I think he could. There's a potential he could be a the huge, uh, a huge part of, if not one of the, the biggest parts of the to Filoni movie at the end as well. And everything end with Thrawn and Ezra. I feel like that makes the most sense to be honest. I feel like he's this is looking for Luke Skywalker, but in a different kind of way. And it's like he's gonna he is gonna be the one that saves the day at the end, a little bit. So you I think like he's, he's a, so you think he's alive and he's out there with Thrawn. You think there's a chance that Ezra is dead in the current timeline? Yeah. That would be so dissatisfying yeah. to see Thrawn and Ezra jump off into the unknown regions and then the buildup of the epilogue of Rebels that Sabine and Ahsoka team up to go find him and no, he's dead? Not, not yeah. at all. Because what do you think is going to happen? They go off in the distance and then Thrawn's like, all right, kid, you, you took me too far from home, so I guess we're just going to go about our mutual ways now. Like no, something, there I had to have been some sort of further conflict after that point. And let me clarify, because this is another question I want to ask about uh, the world between worlds. I yeah. think that that's going to come into play. And I think there is a chance that Ahsoka might save Ezra, similar to how he saved her, going mm. through the world between worlds. With that being that said, be I was going to see, I think that's a great theory. I think there's a better chance of Ahsoka dying than... Ezra dying. Well, Soka's not dying. I I think that Filoni. I think I could see Filoni. Maybe if this is a multiple season thing or in the movie, I think she is. I think Filoni's going to want to kill her off. I disagree. I think Ahsoka has Grogu status, where yeah. they will they will never meet a death. I think for unfortunately, as as too, live. Lucasfilm knows that Ahsoka is way too popular of a character. Oh yeah, yeah and that from she a meta the... perspective, they're going to know that she's going to she's going to put butts in the seats. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. I think, I don't know. I'm not saying in this season necessarily even too, but I think that she, I think she would has a higher chance of dying than than Ezra. Maybe in the Filoni movie, yeah, like the finale of all of it. Yep, I can definitely see her dying, and I think that if anything, Star Wars has learned that they do need to unfortunately kill characters. Yeah. Um, because we, you know, we got the you know the instant in gratification of Chewie not dying. Um, well, what are we talking about? What do we know? Like, we know Luke Skywalker was around during the events of the First Order, right? Mm-hmm. So hopefully, if Ahsoka was alive, Luke would have mentioned at some point, like, "Oh, hey, there's another woman that can help you in this." Yeah, situation. that's true, true, exactly. So maybe I think she probably should die. <laughs> we at some had the same conversation then, with the original trilogy back when the Clone Wars was coming out. There are ways to work it around. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, that is literally the exact same conversation we'll from we'll, ten years ago. We'll see. We'll see. Um, last thing I, I want to ask too, and I th- and then they, they addressed it, and they did a good job with it with Rebels. They addressed it. <laughs> the so I if they don't address it now in Ahsoka, they will in the future. It's fine. We'll get a lot of Ahsoka content. We'll get it. We'll get it. The, the, the last thing that I want to see is just I know I've been talking a little bit about this, but do you think we're going to end up getting a uh, Force Ghost Kanan? I think so. It has uh, to well, be, right? no, because canonically he was never trained to become a Force Ghost. Only a few people have, and mm-hmm. we see them all as Force Ghosts, and Kanan definitely never was. And I don't know... I don't know why he would. Or is there going to be like a world... I feel like it makes more sense for like, Anakin to come back as like a Force Like a world ghost. between worlds type thing, seeing a flashback to when the Ghost crew was together in a, in a different oh. version of Kanan? Like, world between worlds, like, do you think there's a chance we might see Freddie Prince Jr. as Kanan in the show? Something. Like, a, a I think snippet, that's possible. Like, there's something that I feel like there's a possibility. Like, if or just going a flashback. In the world between worlds. Yeah, so I, I just feel like there's the opportunity to be like, hey, let's just do this thing that, like, they're going in the world between worlds, and they're potentially, like, you know, as they're passing one of those portals, whatever they can see, like a, I don't know, a moment from we saw in Rebels, and they recreate it in live action. Yeah, or something. I think that's possible. That would be rad, and that would be a better version of it than a Force Ghost, I think too. Yeah, I agree. 
Because a force ghost to... could only interact with Ezra or Ahsoka. Yeah. And we really would be starving for some yeah. Kane and Hera stuff. And we, we know that Hayden is coming back to play Anakin. Yes. So I what oh I Oh my thought, god, I haven't even thought about that. I know. I Oh my god. Sometimes I'm just living my life and that thought jumps into my mind and I get goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. That is going to be the best content right. of my entire life. Let's talk about that. Do you think that's going to be a force ghost coming back to Ahsoka? Or do you think we're gonna get a flashback? Because Balin Skull in the trailer also says Anakin spoke highly of you. So maybe we'll get a flashback. Maybe, fingers crossed, we'll get Order 66 from yet another perspective, and that'll be Balin's perspective, and maybe instead of like yep, trying to I mean, defend we'll himself, that. he'll go with Anakin, and we'll get more. I, I hope it is. There's a lot of he possibilities. Won't go with Anakin. He, he he'll he'll do something though. I I do think that's interesting. I haven't thought about that, and I do think we'll see Order sixty six from Balin Skull's perspective, because he's almost certainly a next Jedi, right? Is yeah. that confirmed? Yeah. I think the, it's confirmed. Yeah, I think it has been confirmed. Yeah. The, the downside, the upside, and downside is that we only have eight episodes, and there's a lot that we want to see already. We're talking that just the perfect amount of episodes for a TV show, Matt. No, ten is, but uh, eight is the standard now, unfortunately. Um. But that's the thing is I want – we want so much to happen. I want to be able to live in those moments. Like Even when we are looking back at, like, uh, Color and Back and stuff, too, those moments, I was like, man, I would really love, like, a full sequence of that versus mm-hmm. just being, like, a two-minute snippet. Um, so I'm hoping that we do see a lot of these things, but I hope we are, they're actually able to marinate and we're able to live in those worlds for a little bit longer. Because, like, I think of Obi-Wan uh, as well, and I'm just like those flashbacks when they're, like, him and Anakin – Obi-Wan and Anakin are dueling and stuff, too. I'm like – Man, I would actually like to see like, a little bit of a lead up to that. Like almost, I know that's that is a movie, but like you're able to be in, sitting in those environments for just like, a little bit longer than just those snippets of that. I'm like, man, I really want to see Order 66 actually play out in a 10, 15 minute sequence versus, you know, 15 second mm-hmm. bursts um, as well. But I'm just like, I don't want to set myself up for too much. Because I don't want, because there's so much I want to be covered. Like, we're talking the world between worlds and potentially seeing Kanan and then seeing Order 66. But there, and then there is Hating Christensen and there is all these different characters. I'm like, man, that's a lot to fit in eight episodes. How is this only, there's no way it's a miniseries. Like, talk, like, singing this out loud, like, there's no way that, like, because we're not going to be able to spend any time with any of these characters, especially if we're, you know, it's called Ahsoka. She is the main person we're going to follow. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, like, even the first episode is all Ahsoka and we get nothing of, you know, I don't know. I, I, part of me thinks we're going to end episode two with her meeting Sabine, and then the rest of it is going to go on. Uh, the sh- the rest of the show is going to be. And when you say I, meeting with Sabine, you mean like that's when Sabine like agrees to go with her and they search for Ezra. I think it's going to be the first the time end she of Rebels basically sees her. Yeah, I think that's when it's going to. I think we're the gonna, first time she sees her. Yeah, I think we're going to be. Oh. She's going to be by herself doing whatever she was doing between oh, those I hope times. Not. I th- that, that's going to move way too slowly. I, I think know, it's going to I know. I, th- I was just thinking that. Like, think, that I'm going to be sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for all these characters yep, to show up I, and they're going to give us a full 45 minutes of Ahsoka exploring ruins. But I think that's but, exactly it, what's going to happen. To Matt's credit though, I I think we should be speculating a lot on why it's a two episode finale because premiere. the premiere yeah. Or premiere, thank you. Um because they did a three episode premiere for Andor, which made total sense yep. because the first three episodes yep. were like a full arc. They did a two episode premiere for Kenobi, which again made sense because the first episode of Kenobi just ends with him like putting his lightsaber on his belt and yep. going onto a ship but the second episode ended with the cut to Darth Vader exactly there's a reason yep. that this is going to be the second episode yeah instead of one or three we could either get Ezra and Thrawn we can either get Sabine and uh they're going to be like all right let's go find Hera and everybody else and that's what I can imagine yeah. and I feel like episode three will start with Hera's perspective and then them meeting 
her I, is my thought. And then I feel like last thing, sorry, Luke, is that six episodes six and seven probably will be a mini episodes of Mandalorian. <laughs> I hope not. I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> Can you imagine? I would actually be furious. Like, <laughs> I would. I, Especially after season three, it's like we really have no reason to go back. To but these people. but you we only go back to Christopher Lloyd in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> Um, I think the reason for the two-episode premiere is going to be because episode one is going to be just Ahsoka alone doing stuff. And episode yep. two is going to be a lot more characters for people to talk about. Yep, and that, I think yeah. if they only did the first episode, people would be bored talking about Ahsoka alone for a week. Maybe yeah, maybe maybe they meet in at the at end of episode one and then episode two is like the gang back together yeah, piece by piece. So, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but going back to Hayden Christensen, I think he will yeah, definitely we, we glossed be, over that. I know. I, this is the, probably the part I'm most excited for. But I think he'll definitely be um, flashbacks, him in the Clone Wars. Because I also think they cast a young Ahsoka, didn't they? Am I making that up? I think I remember hearing really? about that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember hearing anything about it, but maybe. Um, but also, the the scene, I can... I, Dave Filoni's talked before about how when he was shooting Ahsoka, how surreal it was to actually shoot this scene that he had been, like editing and revising and picturing in his mind for like six years or ten years or something. It's going to be so good, guys. And, and it is. This and you think it's going to be... getting me so excited. But I think it's going to be Force Ghost Anakin talking with Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for that. Because we yeah. saw Ahsoka and Luke together in the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, so or at... it'll be Ahsoka and Luke meeting because we don't see them meet, which blew me away that we just yeah. saw them because yeah. that was one of the most interesting things that like, how are they going to meet? How are these characters going to interact? And then their interactions in the Book of Boba Fett are kind of mild like they've been friends for a while and yeah. i really wanted to see that relationship develop or yeah like even just meet each other that's got to be such a wildly emotional ride for ahsoka which brings me to another thing i want to talk about um rosario dawson's performance of ahsoka in the mandalorian and the book of boba fett is very formal and like yeah. reserved very timid S- very stoic and yeah. that's kind of how ahsoka is in rebels but if you're leading a whole tv show she's got to crank up the emotion and yeah, bring, bring uh, back some of that snippiness from the Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, she's got to really crank up her... Dave, uh, Dave Filoni has said, though, that he always saw Ahsoka as being more of a Gandalf-type character. Mm, that's true. So maybe she will kind well, of lean more into still, the wise... Gandalf um, even has his moments of Gandalf the gray all the way versus Gandalf the white. Give me the yeah. Kook, Oh, yeah, give me the kooky Gandalf. <laughs> Interesting. Gandalf the white's too godly. I don't know. Get out of here. <laughs> give, me a li- give me a little devil in that. <laughs> I like my game. I have a little devil in him. Um, let's talk about... I mean, I mean this show is has, has just jam-packed with possibilities. Do you think uh, Luke will be mentioned, or do you think Luke will be in it? Oh, man. I, why wouldn't he be? I know. I think if he's in Boba Fett... Boba Fett? <laughs> right. like, I mean, I mean, Boba Fett, anything's happened. Yeah, I, I mean, mean... Yeah, technically, like, physically, there's no reason... There's nothing stopping them. Creatively, I know I'm sure Dave Filoni would love to do it. His character works in this story in this time period. Uh, I don't see a reason why not to include yep. him. Because it's just getting too jam-packed. Because here's another one I'm going to throw at you. Captain Rex. Yeah, he, Captain Rex will be in it for sure. Yeah, Captain Rex is a lot easier to include than Luke Skywalker, yeah. I think. I mean, but, not, not just physically. But think about but, how many uh, characters we're talking about now that we've never seen in the trailers. Like, but, think about all, everything we've seen in the trailer and then throw on top of that Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker, Captain Rex. Uh, who else have we, we seen? I mean, now, Ezra. Already, already, I mean, all right. Kanan. So th- those four, those five. Captain <laughs> Rex is a standout in a sense that if you have Anakin or Luke or Ezra or Kanan, you have to spend a lot of time with that character Mm -hmm. unpacking their relationship with Ahsoka. Captain Rex can just kind of show up and tell the audience, hey, I'm Ahsoka's friend. Yeah, that's true. We'll be 
head over heels in love with it, and everyone else will be like, okay, let's keep yeah. going. I yeah. feel like they're on a mission, so that she's going to pull in every favor she knows, right? And I feel like th- these are those favors, and we're going to see kind of her we're, we're not I don't oh think, yeah maybe because yeah. when we see that shot of Hera talk, pleading with Mon Mothma yeah. and um, yeah, Mon Mothma's in the show Kaz's, Kaz's dad is in it too yeah um, she says like I, I'm begging you to help me prevent another war yeah. I have a feeling they're gonna say oh you know bureaucracy we, we can't help you yeah. and then yeah she's gonna have to rely on favor she's yeah. gonna summon the ghost crew yes, Captain Rex exactly J- Jason Sandula. we haven't talked about him yet um, and there was a leak recently I think with a Lego set yeah he's a minifig in a Lego set yeah damn That'll be cool. I mean, For those I of you who don't know, go watch Rebels. But Jason Sindula is the child of Hera and Kanan uh, that was revealed in the last episode of Rebels. Yeah. Uh, he still wouldn't be that old by now, though. I mean, if he's born, Rebels takes place like five years. It ends like five years before A New Hope. And How old was he, do you think, when we saw him in the cockpit at the end of Rebels? He's not going to be. He was like seven. Toddler, yeah. Five or six, I would guess. Not a toddler. But yeah, I think around there, five, six, seven years right. old, and I think the show is going to be taking place concurrent to that, and maybe a little bit after. So I think Jason Sandula is going to be very much a child still. Yeah. I would guess around eight to ten years old Man, at most. Him and Chopper are going to be best buds. <laughs> that um, would be such a fun dynamic. That would be a fun dynamic. Uh, yeah, I'm. Oh, man, I'm so excited. But yeah, I feel like with the Rex stuff, I feel like most of these like cameos, I'll just call them. Like I don't, I don't think they'll be in it. I think he could be maybe. You know, we'll see him do. What, I think a lot of these are like, what are they doing now? And I think they, you know, if Ahsoka's calling in a favor, we'll get to see Rex, what he's doing currently. And then, like, you know, he can help out. And then maybe an episode later, it's like, oh, hey, by the way, like, how did things work out? Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to have a phone call with you now. Or like, hey, that thing that you asked for is followed up on. Um, I think we'll see a lot of that with all these different kind of cameos and stuff, too. Um, but that's the thing. I just want a lot of it, which is unfortunate. Because I feel like even in the, the prequels, like, we talk about them very highly. Um, and... Uh, you spend so much time with all these characters. Like, Qui-Gon Jinn is only in one movie, but like, you spend time with that guy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want the same thing. Again, I'm especially with these characters, because, you know, we were just kind of complaining a little bit with how seasons, maybe just, just me, seasons one and two of Rebels drag a little bit. Like, I think those 12 to 15 episode seasons are 10 out of 10. And I think the ones that are 22, 24 can drag a little bit with filler. Sure. Just a little bit. Like, either way. You spend so much time with these characters, and I feel like they equally deserve as much, even though it was live action, way more expensive. We're used to seeing these characters in a very certain way, and I'm hoping that we do also see those these characters continue to be like that. Mm. Mar. Uh, low-hanging fruit, and not really a character, but what about the ghost? Yeah, I'm excited to see the ghost. Have we not seen that in a trailer yet? No, I think we've only seen the Phantom 2. Oh, well. All right, yeah. Definitely the ghost will be in yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope the ghost is in it. I uh, just recently made an investment myself. Did you get it? I did, yeah. H- how many? Just one. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, HasLab or Hasbro has released a, uh, a HasLab where they make these big uh, toys, but it requires a certain amount of people to back it before they'll produce it. And this one was the ghost. And um, I purchased it, and I'm very excited uh, for it, even though I'm not going to get it for a by now, long right? time. Oh, it's been backed for a while now, yeah. They're just waiting to see how many of the extra tiers they hit for like the extra add-ons and stuff. I have um, been debating but I, as I, well. I, I tried to... Cool. All the previous HasLabs have skyrocketed in price, mm-hmm. like over doubled. So I was trying to convince my wife to let me speculate on the ghost by purchasing. I think five is like the most they'll yeah, allow five you. Five per person. So I really wanted <laughs> that's to for, speculate. That's for like people that own shops that want to sell them retail. I know. It's not for people like you to buy five. I can undercut these shops. With that being said, Max, <laughs> give that price tag so people understand the absurdity of what you're trying to ask your it wife. Is, it is $500. 
So but it's wait, a big toy. Pause for gas. Pause for gas. <laughs> it, I think it's like three feet by two feet. It is large. Wow. And um, but five hundred dollars. The uh, Jabba's sail barge was another Haslab. That one was originally five hundred dollars, and currently it sells between like two and three grand. Um, because after the production, it's only the people who back it that get these toys, right. and then after that, it's done. Yeah. Um. So the uh, Jabba's sail barge was five hundred dollars, and that's going for like two to three grand. And the Razor Crest was another one, and that one was less. I think that one was like maybe like two fifty or three hundred or so. But that one's also going for like between six and seven hundred. And now that'll never be seen again on screen is going for less. <laughs> yes, I think that came out at the perfect time where I think it like, <laughs> You're like this is the new ship we're all gonna love. Yeah, the new Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it was like right after season Just one, kidding. going into season two. And the then... the ghost, I think, is the. The the second coolest ship next to the Million Falcon. The Million Falcon is yeah, just too classic. A great ghost. So these the ghost toys are, these toys are an investment. So your your daughters will be able to make a nice little payday once they pry There's, it out of your dead hands when you're ninety. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. yeah. Once, once if they, they can get it before I do. <laughs> <laughs> once they once they dig me up and remove this from my coffin, they'll they'll be able to play with it all they want. I'm I'm acting like you're gonna die first. <laughs> my kid. <laughs> we both got heart problems. <laughs> Have you seen this guy? <laughs> oh, we do. Um, but anyway, yeah, I agree. I think um, I think the ghost is gonna be in it. I'm very excited yep. to see it on screen. Um, Let's talk a little bit more about Balin's school because we kind of glossed over that a little bit. So he said, Anakin spoke highly of you. What do you think is Balin's relationship to Anakin? I think it's been confirmed that Balin is a former Jedi who survived the Purge, mm-hmm. um, but we don't know much beyond that. I, I wouldn't guess you'd have a relationship with Anakin more than just fellow Jedi. I mean, yeah. I, I would think it would be like the same relationship water cooler. between... Yeah, water cooler talk. That's just like, water cooler talk. Like, oh, I have, a, I have an apprentice now, Balin. Things oh, are going, going? well. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. good. She's good. How was your weekend? <laughs> right. It's like the same Took relationship... Took a kid to Disney, you know. The same relationship between Kit Fisto and Anakin. It's like they knew each other, but they weren't friends. They didn't go golfing or anything. Do you think we'll get any Kit Fisto content? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alas. Another project, another missed opportunity. Um, all right. What else? Um, what other, uh, do you guys have any other major takeaways from anything? I don't, I don't, I don't think so, but <laughs> I, am, excitement. I am so excited for this I show. They're yeah, very excited. I, I, again, I don't have any theory, many theories besides what we were, we've talked about already. I mean, we've talked about, a, I think a lot of theories, not necessarily in depth because we don't, I mean, you can really go in. in I mean, we don't know anything about the plot. We know nothing about the plot. And yeah. so I think. I honestly, more or less, I'm excited. I don't want to theorize too much because, like, we talked about a couple weeks ago, the biggest letdown is your own expectations. I don't think we're going to be let down because we've consistently have trusted Dave Filoni, especially with Ahsoka, which I think she's going to take really good care. I I was going to say Bad Batch took a dip in season two, but that's absolutely not true. It's way better than season one, I think. And I feel like he left Bad Batch season two. And did he do Bad Batch season one? I thought he had the same involvement with both seasons. Yeah, did he do Bad Batch season one? I don't think so. Interesting. I thought he was... I, I want to double-check this now, but I agree with Matt. I yeah. thought he had less involvement with the second season for Same, some really? reason. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let's just say I'm right, and if I'm wrong, which is a high possibility, oh well. And um, if you're listening to this and you know we're wrong, please comment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but if um, if you know he left season two of Bad Batch uh, with less involvement, and then also it seems like Boba Fett a little, you know, took a, a major backseat, gave it to Robert, Robert Rodriguez... I think all of his cards are in Ahsoka, and I don't think he's going to do Ahsoka wrong. And by the looks of the trailers, it looks great, visually stunning. Again, it feels to me like a mix between Mandalorian and Andor, where things seem to be tangible and real. And, uh, and I mean, the CG al- al- alone it mm-hmm. looks great, I think, too. Not to just say things are practical, but I mean, I think everything just feels real like Andor. Um, 
And I think between that and, you know, knowing these characters, I do. The one little hiccup, I guess, is like what Luke said with Rosario Dawson is like, I'm interested in seeing if he is going to be loosened up. I know that's not necessarily her as an actress because she's great. Just tell Honda Mansion she's great in that. She's also great in Clerks, too, um, a very long time ago. Um, Rosario Dawson mm-hmm. is awesome, and she obviously yeah. plays those characters that are wackier, too. So it's obviously direction from Filoni. But I'm interested if she we do get a little more of like that, that snips, like, yeah. Um, relationship and dialogue. I'm sure we Zoic. will because Filoni directed Ashley Eckstein just the same as he re- directs um, Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, both actresses have incredible amounts of talent and range. And so it's got to be his decision to have yeah. her be as stoic as he as she has been in yeah. Mando and Book of Boba Fett. And I'm hoping he, I just hope he doesn't play it too serious because it's live action. Like with Sabine and stuff. Because Sabine, I feel like, can be like a moody teenager-ish like in, the, in, in Rebels a bit. And I feel like, well, what that, is she going to be like? a long time ago, canonically. Yes, exactly. So what is that going to be like now? Is she mm. going to be fully moody or is she going to be a little bit more lighthearted? Like, it just seems a little darker. So I'm expecting to see these characters a little bit you know, a little bit like even in Zeb in um, that one scene we saw him, you know, he's just, there's not really jokes cracked or anything like a classic Zeb. So I'm interested. It's going to take like, you know, 10% darker, I think, which sure. will take some getting used to, which is totally fine. And I think I like that better. I mean, by the trailers, I'm very excited. I can go on and on, but like visually stunning. Yeah. Piggybacking off that, though, I will say Dave Filoni comes from animation mm-hmm. and the animated shows, the plots tend to be much more straightforward. The dialogue is much more direct. And because that's where he's coming from, I will say my only negative prediction for the show, I don't think the writing is going to be stellar. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to take me out of it. I think I'm still going to love it because I'm going to love the plot, the characters and everything else. But I think it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. So I'm also very excited for it. But I am a little nervous just because we've nervous, talked yeah. about this with Mandalorian a lot, right? Where Mandalorian yeah. feels like an animated show that has just been brought to life. And when you look at the some of the clunky writing, McClunky writing in Mandalorian, um, a lot of it is like, yeah, that just feels like something that would come from an animated show. Yeah. So I feel like there are going to be those moments in Ahsoka, but I think it's going to be chalked up as a learning curve. Dave yeah. has never done live action on his own before, right? I mean, he was obviously heavily involved in Mandalorian, but with John Favreau, who yeah. has all the experience in the world. He's he's directed at least three episodes. Uh, one episode in Mando season one, one in Mando season two, and one in Book of Boba Fett. I'm having a hard time Directing? But did he write those? I'm sure. Yeah, because I have Ahsoka in him. He, he's always the one writing Ahsoka. Did he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. That's I, really great. Call. I'm very excited for it, and um, I'm, I'm not, like, nervous, but I... I'm kind of thinking that, you know, I'm not going to be surprised if it doesn't have as good of writing as Andor, which I feel like we all hold to be like the gam- the gold standard of Star Wars writing. You give a, yeah, a little, yes. yeah. I, I agree. It will not have as good of writing as Andor, but what it lacks in writing, it's going to make up for in the lore. Because like even just those three random episodes of Mando and Book of Boba Fett that he's directed are the most lore heavy and captivating for me personally, because I'm a big lore guy. And so I think this show is just going to explore so much stuff that I'm already incredibly interested in. And there's no way I don't come away loving this show because of that alone. And Dave Filoni is so loyal to it, too. Dave Filoni is within the fandom, you know, everyone's favorite creator, probably. Um, And I think it is because he just exudes that love of Star Wars. Like, you can't watch a single interview of him where you don't take away wow that guy loves star wars yeah and i i'm not gonna say any names but i've seen interviews of other people um other like producers creators and stuff where i'm just like 
eh, I don't know if I agree with what you're saying right now. Yeah. Um, but like there's like a, a famous uh, clip from, I think it was like the gallery or something. It was from like the first season of Mandalorian where they're all sitting, all the directors were sitting around a, a round table and Dave Filoni just starts randomly talking about the duel of the fates for yep. like 10 minutes. And everyone loves that scene because Dave Filoni is just nerding out. And there's a lot of people at that table who are kind of like politely nodding along. But I can't help but think like some of these people are like, what is he talking <laughs> know, about They're right stifling now? a yawn. Yeah. In, in that in that same episode, I think Favreau's like, yeah, I, I, I agree, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, well, all right. Um, yeah. I just, I'm trying, I was trying to fit this joke in the entire time because I forgot I wrote it down until I just looked at my notes. But <laughs> I want to start saying the phrase, uh, lukewarm taylor or luke taylor warm so like lukewarm bought it so <laughs> i didn't be able i wasn't able to fit it in but i don't want to forget it because you're not lukewarm about anything with this show i am fully invested i already love this show i, I am agree. so excited if say, it helps what you want about luke taylor he it does not lack conviction <laughs> if, it, if it helps yeah i wrote it for another episode that we did and i just looked at my notes for that one <laughs> <laughs> that's why you saw it yeah, fair i was just like to use that joke six episodes ago yep <laughs> that's funny all right um Final thoughts. Anything else that we missed that you guys want to talk about? I'm sure, but very excited. I think yeah, I hit very it all. Excited. We'll see. Uh, we are going to be reviewing every single episode of Ahsoka um, the day after it comes out. So pay attention, follow along, um, and uh, let's let's hope for a good show. I'm oh, excited. And does sorry, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to ask if Luke Taylor specifically has any force for thought. Does anyone have force for thought? I do have a force for thought. Oh, okay, great. I was recounting the story of The Last Jedi to my son at bedtime, and I got to the scene where Finn and Rose explained to ah, Poe... confusing for your child. <laughs> I know, because my, my son is named Finn. And so I was telling Finn about how other Finn and Rose are explaining to Poe how they're going to go sneak aboard Snoke's uh, ship, disable the tracker, and then they'll get away. And the scene cold opens with Poe saying, okay, give it again, slow, give it to me again, slower. And Finn says, they're only tracking us from the lead ship. And it cuts to Poe, so that's the one we blow up. And Finn says, I like where your head's at, but no, they'd only start tracking us from another ship. And then they go on to explain the plan. But the way that scene is cut implies that Finn and Rose have explained this plan to Poe once. <laughs> at least once. The only thing he got from it is that they blow up the big ship. <laughs> which, is, is which is never a part of the plan. Not, e not even close. They're, they're, they said this plan in its entirety at least once, and the only thing he gets out of it is that we have to destroy this one ship. Like, what are you doing, Poe? Listen up. That's, That's hilarious. Really funny. That's, um, yeah, you know, The Last Jedi, It's uh, we've uh, agreed unanimously... <laughs> um, maybe not unanimously, but it is the show's favorite Star Wars movie, and I would say that's that's bad writing. Like that doesn't make sense. I don't think that's bad writing. That's just the no. That absolutely <laughs> is bad writing. It doesn't make sense in the real world. Ah, uh, that's unrealistic. I, maybe I just have a soft spot for the last. Unless Poe is genuinely that <laughs> daft, and he just had no <laughs> idea what Finn was talking about the entire time. Maybe they explained it really poorly. He's the under first a lot time. of pressure. <laughs> That's Reg why I got cut. <laughs> Regardless, that was definitely some force for thought that I had when I was thinking thinking about that. That's hilarious. All right. Well, let us know what you think. Um, like, comment, subscribe, give us a rating, do whatever you can, and you can reach us across all the socials at Force for Thought on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Threads, whatever it is. You will find us there. Let us know what you think. Any theories, predictions that you have for Ahsoka, and next week we're starting to review it. So come back we'll see how episodes one and two go yes see you sammy